everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Flair. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 84. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Rama S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. Well, the change, change of pace from last week when we had the whole gang together for that one quick moment in time. Yeah, that was nice. Yes, indeed. But as the saying goes, all things come to an end, but the show must go on. Hmm. So, um, Ari, what have you been up to? How was your week? How was your day? Um, it was mostly work and stuff. You know, the, the usual. Mm-hmm. And nothing really special happening on my end, just gearing up for this weekend, but you know how that's going. That's good. Um... Maka, what about you? Um, watching Sailor Moon. So I noticed. Does this mean you'll be writing an article on the site about changes in series or something like that? Well, I don't know that I'm going to be writing an article on changes of the series. I might write something uh, very picture heavy from all the really cracked out pictures that I'm taking from the anime. That that would probably work. I mean, there are some really cracked out shit that I'm picking up on this and going, how did I miss that the first time? On what is this, Sailor Moon? Yeah. Like, um, right now I'm in the S season. And that's when everybody starts getting their pure hearts stolen. And um, so far, I've like halfway through the season, and all the monsters of the day have a star on them that a beam of light comes out and basically forces the pure heart out of a person. Um, some of them have been really risque, but. So far, the only one that's been, like, just their kind of nudity is um, the one that stole Makoto's, (laughs) who basically took her top off, and on her boob was a very large, black, pasty star. And that is what stole Makoto's heart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is this supers that we're talking about here? S. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, just some of the facial expressions that are just like, really like, what the fuck? But yeah, other than that, and uh, I had another day of work today, which was so fucking twisted. Care to share? Um, this place is a mess. Seriously. Um... There's the the shipment was is so packed in the back room that I had a box follow me today. I had a very large paper background for um, a display follow me today, and then a woman wanted a vest off of one of the mannequins that was on display on top of a shelf. Um, however, I did Hilarity not realize. Ensued. Well, yeah, because I had to go up onto a step stool 
to get this mannequin down just to even make sure that the vest was the size that she needed. Luckily it was, because if it wasn't, I would have been really, really pissed. As soon as I took the mannequin down, the whole shelf fell down because that mannequin was the only thing holding the shelf up. Um, there are only two supports on that whole entire shelf, one in the middle and one on the end that the mannequin was on. So the other end was just floating there. So when I took the, when I took the mannequin off of that end, everything on the other end of the shelf weighted down and it just went down. So I had one mannequin in my hands and three mannequins fall on top of me. Meanwhile, the only person there to help me because the manager that was on duty was busy um, was the customer who needed the vest in the first place. So not only did the mannequins fall on me, but they almost fell on her. And I haven't been trained. Well, we always knew you've never been properly trained. Been thinking about taking you back for for a replacement or a refund. <laughs> but no, I've gotten probably fifteen minutes of register training and then put on the register by myself. So a brand new hire. I mean, granted, I have been in and out of retail for ten plus years. But a brand new hire who doesn't know the register and doesn't know the product, you're going to leave in the front of the store by themselves. Yeah. It, just such a fucked up day. It's not even funny. It's, a, it's a, things like that that cultivate the kind of attitude that can only be made by working in retail. Mm. Yeah, I'm so glad that I, I'm giving my two weeks notice in a week. I've got another job lined up. It's only temporary, but it's full-time and gets me out of retail for the holidays. And right now, that's all I care about because I can't deal so with it. So you got this. your start date then? <laughs> yes. That's... Middle of October. Woohoo. Well, I wouldn't give it to you until you have your official start date instead of middle of October, you know? No, I, I have the official oh, okay. start date. It's the 15th, which is why I said the middle oh, of October. Oh, so they pay – I see how they pay you the 15th and the 30th. That sucks. Well, it's like, not that. It's um, every two weeks, but I'm going in yeah. as a temp to cover somebody that's going on maternity leave. Okay. So I'm going in two weeks before her leave so date you can pick up training so that she can train me. Yeah. So I'll have two weeks of training, and then she'll be gone for three to five months. Uh, yeah, the only people I ever knew that got paid on the 15th and the 30th were my teachers back in, like, elementary and middle school when i was at my other job that's how it was and where i'm working at now i'm still tempting but they get paid over there the 15th and the 30th that's gotta feel weird yeah it kind of is you know i'm still getting i'm still to... getting used to getting paid every two weeks <laughs> yeah it's been the standard for most places i've been hell when uh when i was working at ups when we shifted from bi-weekly to weekly it was a bit of an adjustment because all I, th all I thought was oh wow all this money's coming in oh wait what do I do <laughs> see I wish more places paid weekly because when you get paid every 15 days or every two weeks more taxes are taken out of your money mm-hmm but it is what it is as for me yeah at least it's money <laughs> true can't argue with that, that right as for my weekend day, let's see. I actually went out and got myself a tablet. 
Ooh, yes, I have the Nexus 7 tablet. I got the 16 gig version because truth be told, I, w I was still kind of iffy about the Kindle Fire HD. And when I found out about the ads and all of that, that's going to be on the tablet. Plus, they haven't done much in the ways of rooting and development. I'm like, let me stick with something that I know. And I, I've been doing some reading on it. I've, that was one you recommended yeah, me, right? I'll, yeah. I'll, I will bring it this week. I'll have it with me this weekend so you can play around with it. Cool. One thing I did notice, well, I'm going to try that later tonight, is that, not noticed by I read on the forums, that it's supposed to have a headset jack, but it's only a headphone jack. But it has two microphones, one for recording of you and the other one for for background noise, kind of like to counteract it. So I'm going to try that with Skype when I chat with the girls of LCM later tonight and see how that, see how that works. Nice. But other than that, work's been pretty good. Um, I, they brought in another temp. I think he's going to be around a little bit longer than, than expected. We'll see how that rolls. But other than that, things have been pretty good. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, probably by the time this episode hits the podcast, that the bye week will probably already be gone. But just saying, in the event I get them all out in time, Next week will not be a show. Or, or as for us, no recording. Because I will be at Anime Week in Atlanta. Um, the, normally, the original plan of action was to do the, record, to do the recording of every, the entire podcast with music and everything on Tuesdays. Tweak it on Wednesday and get it up on the feed that night and just roll. But since we're back to the standard schedule of... of um, Tweaking the episodes, whereas um, record on Tuesday, put the edits on Wednesday, put the feed up on Thursday. It's not going to work because I'm leaving directly from work Thursday. I'm actually, I'm actually leaving an hour early just so I have enough time to to catch my flight. And luckily, everything I'm taking will fit in one piece of luggage and um, and my new Sailor Venus um. Messenger yeah, which bag. I will be bringing this weekend. Yeah, when you said blue Venus bag, I'm thinking, wait, what? And I saw the picture of it. It's the same color, just the this is a Venus motif yeah. on it. Kind of threw me for a loop for a second. It is what it is. So, see, we have some good stuff to talk about tonight. So, we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we're gonna hit the ground running. All right then. Do I have to run? I don't want to run. <laughs> well, what if what if Ari jumps on your back and he holds out a he holds out a piece of bacon for you? I don't want to run. Don't make me run. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to make her run. Don't make me run. I'm not sure I want to make her run. She, we're both bigger people, and I can sympathize with her. No, it's not that. I just I because I haven't worked in such in so long. Today was my first day of basically being on my feet for five hours. I hurt. <laughs> I don't want to run. Don't make me run. Uh, too late. You're going to run. I don't want to run. Damn you. <laughs> too bad, and we'll be back.
Amen. 
If you enjoy independent podcasts and would like to support them, check out some of our independent podcasting friends. Check out Orange Lounge Radio at orangeloungeradio.com where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and gamer lifestyle with Sky, Doc Soccer, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on vognetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Pacific. Video games and gamer talk at bobbyblackwolf.com. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Exifer weekly at hordehouse.com. If you want more of a female perspective of what we do here on Anime Jam Session, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandalicious at electricsisterhood.com with new shows every week. If you prefer geek, pop culture, and sci-fi, check out popculture.net and the Geek Culture Network. And also check out the Brooklyn Otaku, a brand new anime podcast, Friends of Ours. You can find them at facebook.com slash thebrooklynotaku. Okay, first thing on our list here is um, James Cameron. Who wants to take this one? Don't anyone raise their hands at one? Okay, go for it. Alright, so rumor is that once James Cameron is done with the Avatar films, that's when he's going to finally start with uh, Battle Angel. Um, On the heels of uh, a story that was put out about a week ago, um, it reveals that James Cameron is doing a potential fourth Avatar movie. We know that he's doing two and three. And now he's thinking about doing a fourth one that will be a prequel. Um, and then after that, possibly working on Battle Angel, but he still does want to work on it. Um, uh, producer John Landau says, we'll focus on Avatar for the next four or five years. Hopefully right after that, I'm confident you will see it. It's one of my favorite stories. I think it is an incredible story, a journey of self-discovery of a young woman. It is a movie that begs the question, what does it mean to be human? Are you human if you have a heart? Are you human if you have a mind? Are you human if you have a soul? And I look forward to bringing that film to audiences. Mm. So, yeah, that's um, really, really exciting. But it does mean that it won't be until, like, 2017, until we start seeing the idea behind this and what James Cameron actually wants to do with this. There is a saying. The best things come to those who wait. Well, at the very least, he's a fan of the of the uh, of the of the movie. Or would it be manga? Is it? Yeah. It was, at first, it was yeah. a manga. Then it was a two part OVA, which I really enjoyed. The only problem is right now the track record for anybody in the U.S. doing something that was. Japanese anime or manga related or something like that. So far, the track record is not good. Yes, but given what James Cameron has done, I think people are looking at him as, ye old great savior, he can do it. Well, just because he has a lot of money to spend on the technology to make everything bigger and better and pretty doesn't mean that the story itself is going to be good. But since he is a fan, I'm hoping that he sticks to the original and doesn't Americanize it. Yeah, we don't want a, another Akira scare. Oh, they're doing Akira. How quaint. They actually they have um, the art plans drawn up for the opening at least. 
but yeah, they're they switched directors, but other than that, I believe that they are going forward with Akira. The uh, American version, Americanized one. Well, I don't know if it's going to be Americanized, but it is being done by a U.S. company. Yeah, that, that's what's scaring me because the, uh, I guess the prototype of it was a. Uh, almost nothing like the original. It was pretty much Akira in name only. Yeah, well, we can only hope. Well, like I said, I think he he's like a good shot in doing it, which is why I still stand by the fact that for Avengers 2, it should be Kevin Smith and not Josh Whedon. I still like I the Speed Racer live-action movie. I haven't seen all of the Speed Racer live-action movie, but for to go back and have Kevin Smith do it, um, there are a lot of people that are critical of Kevin Smith's comics as they as they are. So I don't know that it would. I mean, you and I would enjoy it better because, come on, it's Kevin Smith. Well, to mm-hmm. to those critics, you know what? Fuck you. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Fuck them. But most of the most of the really vocal critics are vocal about the changes between the movie and the comic, mm-hmm. and that might not really be stopped if Kevin Smith were to take it. I don't know if Kevin Smith were to take it. I think he would make it closer to the comic as possible. He's done some really fucked up tangents when he's written comics. True. And that's why a lot of people don't like his comics. Oh, well. Oh, I agree. Thank you. I completely agree, but it's not going to stop the criticism, and we'll probably have more people criticize the movie. Well, there's a saying. It is what it is. Either you get someone to do it right, or you get someone to fuck it up. I'm not saying Josh Whedon fucked it up. I'm just saying, if you want to get somebody to do... You're just saying that Josh Whedon fucked it up. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm I mean, not if you... saying he fucked it up, but I'm saying he fucked it up. Yes! <laughs> yeah. My thing is, if you want to get someone to do an adapt, a comic adaptation, get somebody who's a fan of the series, not someone who tends to blatantly rip off other projects. I'm just believing it at that. You do that. Will do. <laughs> Now, I'll take the next one here about um, the Sailor Moon manga box set, which is what I'm kind of happy about. Just in time for the holiday season, Kodansha Comics will be releasing a six-volume box set of pre-Guardian Sailor Moon manga. While no official artwork has been released yet, the first box set will also include a set of stickers and will retail for $65.94. Kodansha Comics Run has released 18 volumes, so you can expect two more box sets to be released in the future. This is a great opportunity for anime fans and even the big kids who grew up with Sailor Moon to have a chance to catch up with the manga. Sailor Moon follows the adventures of Usagi Tsukino, typical junior high school student by day, crime-fighting superheroine by night. Many fans love Sailor Moon because of the romantic drama, the strong female leads, and for many otaku, it was their gateway into otaku though. For most of them, but it's a given that if you don't know by now, my gateway was Ronma one half, but that's besides me. Now, I think I'm, I've been saying I've been wanting to pick up the books, but I I guess I, I kind of fell into the category of waiting for box sets, and here it is. 
And knowing me, I'm gonna buy them and just put them on my shelf as part of my collection. Hell, I haven't even read my Sailor V mangas I have. Yeah, I had started buying them separately, um, and then I lost my job. But um, I think if I get the box sets, I will keep the box set by them, like, wrapped, and then still buy the individual volumes. Because as I was buying them, I was actually buying two volumes of each one. You know what so I... that I could save one and read one. You know what I might just end up doing? Hmm. You know somebody will be taking these and putting them on as scanlations. I might as well just... They're already there. Yeah, there you go. I might as well just download the scanlations then just keep my my mangas intact. The only problem was um, the scanlations that I found, half of them were the Japanese scanlations and it was really pretty. And half of them were just scans of the really crappy version of the American, like that the American... That the yeah that mixed scene Tokyo yeah where everything is flipped so that the cars look like they're driving on the correct side of the road and crap like that. You would think that Sailor Moon Center or Baka BT would have the proper scanlations. It's possible. Um, this was something that I had downloaded a while ago on Reddit and just it was supposed to be like the the premiere collection that you could find online, and obviously it wasn't. Yeah, because um, I'm actually looking at um, I'm actually looking at um, Baka BT. Uh, they have the fan translation, and they also have the official um, code name Sailor V translations, which is pretty cool. That I made I made just end up downloading and just putting them on my um on my tablet. Matter of fact, since I'm here, click. Since I'm here, click. Done. Yeah. Behold the power of files. <laughs> Is that your um, pirating of the day? Who's anything about uh, being a? Well, it's talking. Oh, like a you. Guy. Oh me. I had completely forgotten about it myself. I'm not pirating. I'm being a ninja, and I'm just borrowing it. Well, if you're being a ninja, then you're too damn loud, because ninja are quiet. That's why I want Talk Like a Ninja Day, so everybody will shut the fuck up. Loud ninjas? <laughs> have, you, have you not been reading Naruto? Have I not been reading? Actually, I haven't. I haven't been keeping up with my manga lately. I start, I, I, that's the first thing I did. I started downloading all the back chapters, and I've been going through, like, in the evening when I'm on my on ride home. I think I knock out maybe about five to seven chapters per ride, so I should be caught up by... Hell, I might be caught up by the, by the time the barbecue is this weekend. Here's a musical spoiler for 601. I'm half the man I used <laughs> to be. Are we talking about Sasuke here? No. Not that. No, the other one. The, the oh my god, did that, did that really just happen fight? I have no idea what you're talking about, really. No, you don't you want me to spoil her. If you're going to spoil, let's keep this off the podcast. All right, I'll, it'll, it'll be cut for spoilers. Other people will read that and they might get a little upset. So, yeah, I'll wait till we go to commercial to say it. Eh, that works. Well, since we're talking about Naruto anyway, did you see the uh, rumor that I posted? And, I can't uh, unsee it. No, I did not get just a click on that. I, um, do I want to? The rumor is since. Um, Naruto comes out in a 
shonen type magazine that the final pairing will be um, Naruto Sasuke. <laughs> oh God! Um, the creator of Naruto has said that that is his favorite um, pairing, and he collects doujin and fan fiction of it. Th- that so he's he's a, he just turns a deaf ear to the squeeze of fangirls, doesn't he? No, I, I, you know, I see this happening. This is what's going to happen. If this is actually, if this is legit, there's going to be collective shits, collective bricks being shat at once by half the fandom, which are all the guys and half the chicks that are, like, and, and like 25 percent of the chicks are not into this, and all the other chicks getting getting all wet and going nuts over this. Oh God! I, I... Yeah, it's it's been said that it's not a love triangle. That the story is not a love triangle. It's a love circle. Because Naruto has his thing for Sakura, Sakura has her thing for Sasuke, and Sasuke has a thing for Naruto. Hey, it could be sexy Sakura style. It could be Sasuke on one side, Naruto on the other. <laughs> hey, sexy ninja! Yeah, fortunately oh, it doesn't... God, um, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take into account of uh, Hinata wanting Naruto, and Naruto just not fucking getting it. She died. Like she died for him. Well, technically, technically. almost died. But it, it, it's like Ron Moenhef with Akane and Ryoga. It's like Akane, do you not see Ryoga's in love with you, or are you just acting like this just to piss Ronma off? I'm I'm always thinking the latter. Yeah, I'm. I'm I think that's probably yeah. probably true. Shall we continue? Yes, and that reminds yes. me, I actually have to start watching the Rock Lee anime. Well, who, okay, um... Do you want um, me to take this one so yeah, Ari can take the next yeah, one? Yeah, that'd be a great idea, yeah. Alright, um, next one is basically, um, somebody at Kutaku, uh, has actually seen the live-action Rurouni Kenshin movie, and basically says that it's nearly perfect, which makes me very, very happy um yeah basically they said that the adaptation is really good the live action adaptation covers a mix of the first two story arcs of both the anime and the manga it deals with kenshin fighting an opium dealer who's trying to carve out his little his own little kingdom in the heart of tokyo and with a killer claiming to be kenshin himself Mm. the film also contains flashbacks to kenshin's past during the civil war and includes the story of how he got his how he got the uh, first cut of his cross-shaped scar. Um, so Kenshin retains his clueless appearance, even including his auto catch uh, catchphrase. Auto. Auto. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next thing is the fight scenes, and that is also good. And it basically is very well coordinate uh, choreographed, and it's fast and exciting. And with changing choreograph, uh, choreographing and different camera techniques to make it fresh and constant. Um, there is very little CG. Only the blood sprite is actually CG okay. in the entire movie. Um, so it's a lot of wire work and things like that to make everybody look incredibly fast um, without making it look fake. The only 
kind of mixed thing that this author says is the casting. He says that some of the casting is really, really good, and some of it is just not. Um, like the um, woman that they got to play Karu. Yeah, I see. Uh, it's said that it's not her acting ability or how she pro- uh, or how her character is portrayed. Um, but it's her look. Her look is, they say, far too pretty for the part. Um, not that she's supposed to be ugly, but she's supposed to be sh- more strongly built than the very kind of fragile-looking female that they got for the character. Yeah, being a swordswoman, you expect a certain bit of definition on her. Yeah, but other than that, they say that the whole entire thing... Um, like, he was expecting a really cheesy, mediocre movie, and that this thing was amazing and a great adaptation. So I'm really, really looking forward to it coming over here. How many... How long is the manga, originally? I don't know, but I always... Several hundred chapters, I'd I, guess? I wouldn't know. But I always said, if I was to do... If I was to cosplay from the series... I don't know, I see myself as Senosuke. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the images right. on here is the uh, scene with the Gatling gun. Mm, I saw mm-hmm. that. Yeah, they say um, like if you look at the trailers that were put out, the trailers were um, subtitled in English, Chinese, Spanish, and French. So the rumor is is those four languages that there will there will be. Um, a release in those four languages, at least for subtitles. But as of right now, there's been no word for an actual theater release. Mm. But we can hope. I don't want to have to wait for the DVD. I want to actually go see this. I may just have to as well, so... That makes three of us. Yeah. And we're all scattered around, so we can't just... So it'll be a little hard for all of us to meet up, but, you know. Well, if it comes over here, it's probably going to be a limited kind of thing. So we'd probably all have to go hang out with Rama in New York. Yep. I wouldn't mind that at all. Hotel anime at your service. <laughs> Wi-Fi in here sucks. It's so slow and unresponsive. <laughs> hey, you're the one downloading the porn, okay? <laughs> You get what you pay for. If you don't like it, don't use it. Uh, okay. All right. And you, Ari, you can take the next one about Ash, about Ash's father. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! It's a Mori moment. I know. <laughs> oh, this is one of the most contentious issues within the within the fanon of Pokemon. You ever seen the anime series? You wonder who the heck Ash's father is. His mom, Delia, pops up. The old dad is nowhere to be seen yet. A shonen hero with only one parent? That's never been done before. Uh, what's more, Ash's father hasn't really been referenced in the anime except for a mention to it in the first season, according to Kotaku, but it was only like a couple times within like one or two episodes after that. There's just no mention of it at all. Apparently, apparently he learns that his father took more than one like one or two like two or three days to get to a Viridian City Ash made the trip in one uh here's some speculation about the character's father said 
that as and he's dead, I'll Goku's father, or that one of the older male Pokemon characters is his dad, or Ash doesn't even have a father. That, you know, he was immaculately conceived. Yeah. But someone that, there's a magazine scan, which is from a while back, but it actually exp shed some light on who his father is. It says, because he, he said he was going to become a Pokemon trainer, he left on his journey and hasn't come back home since. Oh, 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 it, according to the, uh, to this article, it's set from Ash's point of view, so this is still season one, unshakably hopeful, you know. The this jives with the original director, Masumitsu Hitaka, who set back set back in 2008. He also sold told the website Poker Beach that Ash's grandfather was also a great Pokemon trainer, which is why his father became one too. And uh, it's just I, if they do a, a story arc or God forbid a movie where Ash's father is a is a uh, major player, there's no way they're gonna ever do it justice because. I've like seen all like different fan art and stories about it. A lot of them have, a lot of them have done the "Who Was Ash's Father" segment pretty well. I don't, I don't imagine Ash will just be like, "Oh hey, it's great to see you," you know, just like that. You know what I mean? Like I... there's gonna be, it's gonna be very contentious. I mean, and not like going back to Naruto again. Like the first time it was in Naruto's mindscape where he met his own father. His first reaction was to punch his fucking lights out. Well, yeah, given that everybody tormented Naruto made him an outcast, but Ash has never felt that way. I mean, I think... There's what, still a whole growing up without a dad thing. True, but it's also, he's also following in his father's footsteps. I mean, the I, way I see it is this. They'll introduce some, they'll do the typical old man that he meets who shows him a thing or two, and then he realizes that's his father or something like that. That'd be a little too good for my taste. Of course, but given how the series Pokemon is, does it not surprise you? Eh, not terrible. This is um, not exactly a show for adults. Um, as long as it's kid-friendly, I don't think we have a say matter at all. Like I said, you can't click a random link in the Pokemon section of fanfiction on that without stumbling across a Professor Oak is Ash's father story or Giovanni is Ash's father story. Yeah. But um, this also reminds me of Angelic Lair, where um, where Misaki starts training the Angel Dolls. And throughout the series, there's going to be a spoiler here, but the moratorium is over because this series is classic. Now, you find out that the final doll that she battles is her mother's doll. Now, if I'm not mistaken, in the manga, Misaki lost the final match, but she figured out that was her mom. And the anime, Misaki won the final match. And she still discovered who who her mother was. And they went more, a little bit more into detail because it's the anime. It was like her being raised by her aunt, doing this and that, reference to how her mother, this and that. It kind of fell together, fell together like Tetris. Well, it could be worse. Here we go. They could pull something like, uh, you know, Evangelion. <laughs> oh. 
where Mr. Mime is really Ash's father. That's another epileptic tree that people like to go down. But pl- plus, you know, plus the anime starts when he turns 10. It's uh, like April 1st when he goes on his Pokemon journey. So we don't, like, nobody knows what happened to the first, the other nine years of his life. You know, right. what his family situation might be. He, he could have just left and think that excuse is a lie. And, you know, you know, Ash had some really serious shit to deal with when he was really little and that bright, happy facade, like, facial expression is just, you know, a complete facade. Fair like, enough. for ten years of his life, he was locked under the stairs. <laughs> no, not that far. But... And then and then got his letter to be a Pokemon trainer, so his mother got really scared because it was addressed to the cupboard under the stairs, and she let him have his own room, finally. Or maybe the fact that it was time for him to become a Pokemon trainer with, with his metallic Pokemon, and he had to burn down the house after his mom mysteriously died after being tossed into a Pokeball or something. <laughs> I'd mock that further, but God knows there's a crossover. There's a there are crosses out there where that's exact same you know storyline. But uh, you you just imagine a kid like like I like stays up really late just like thinking about nothing or like cries himself to sleep. You know, we're, you know, deep shit like that. Again, I'm probably overthinking this a little too much. Or it could, or we got this alternate storyline. You at the very oh, young, God. at the very young, ripe age of six, Ash's father is actually in the picture. Grabs Ash and takes him on a Pokemon mission, training journey to be the greatest Pokemon trainer of them all. But unfortunately, they come across these these odd-looking Pokeballs that kind of change their form into Pokemon when they're splashed with water. And then he finds out later he's engaged to Misty, so they have to unite. Like, <laughs> they, they have to unite the. You find out that Ash is part is a part of a descending generation of a poke of a pokey gym, so the marriage has to unite two gyms together. Oh dear God! <laughs> and Viridian City. Me, haven't you? Say what? You've been waiting to unleash that one on me. Actually, no. I just came up with that. Oh, holy crap! Well, it could well it could be from Misty's point of view where she fell into a well and has to find track down all these prehistoric um Pokemons with a half human half dog boy. Aww. <laughs> We're not even playing cards against. No, 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 no,
<laughs> oh god. If we actually did a podcast on fanfiction.net, the episode would not end. We would have to take sleep breaks, come back and pick up right where we left off. And and needless to say, one or all of us would be kind of sort of mostly fucking drunk while we're doing it because suddenly because I can tell I don't have any booze on me right now, but half of those ideas you just you just pitch have driven me to drink. No, this one will. Uh, oh, God, I lost <sighs> right into this. Well, how about this is where it's two sisters have to collect all these Pokeballs to return home. And by doing so, they have to kill various <laughs> evil Pokemons and so forth. Oh, God. And they, li- and, they live out- and they live in a gym, you know? All right. I'll see you then and, pick- and raise you this. You are now picturing Jesse and James cosplaying as Panning and Stocking. No. <laughs> Table flip! <laughs> no, 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 no. I got that one was... better. Ari, that I was got bad, one better. and you should feel bad. I, I got one better. <laughs> I got one better. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. They're all in a competition, and the Pokemon become Mecha. And each character in that competition has to fight with their Mecha for the uh, glory of their country. Shining oh, finger, oh, everyone! Oh, shining oh, finger. God. Well, it's not. Well, well, it could, it could be Ash, um, Brock, and two other Bishonins running around in pokey Gundams. You know. I thought you were gonna say Ash, Brock, and a cup. <laughs> No, you fool. That's it. I'm getting the booze. <laughs> yeah, you you do that. You, or it could be this. You find out that Ash is part of the undead, the ever being, and he gets caught and out he's... there by 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 some chick with a shotgun. Or so I guess Ash would have a chainsaw on his hand. Uh, no, not a chainsaw, <laughs> but he would have a large red hat. I, I was going broke. in. I was going in a di- in a different direction with the undead kind of thing. No. You were going in a different Ash- direction to hell. Yes, Ash would have a chainsaw and a boomstick. No, no. You find out Ash is a vampire and he collects Pokemon's, and he works for some undercover agency. <sighs> oh God, I Damn can't. And I just broke Mako-chan. Victory. <sighs> I'm switching between cringing and horror and laughing uncontrollably. Say what? I'm switching between laughing uncontrollably and cringing and horror. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Stop fucking with my fandoms. Because I can, and it's that easy to do. Stop fucking with my fandoms, damn it. Well, it's not like... it's. You make it sound as if it's Ash and Brock in a quick stop, and Ash is going, I'm not supposed to be here today. I like that one. Can we stop tormenting each other and move on? Yeah. Clerks, filmed live in Viridian City. (laughs) Do you guys want to buy some fireworks? Wait, 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 wait. So does that mean that Misty sucked a lot of cock? Yes. 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 (laughs) Oh, God, I hate you both. It's Pikachu and Silent Squirtle. 
You can't see it right now, but I'm strangling you through the computer. I'm that. I'm that. Ah. Okay, uh. Moving All right, right I think then. we've derailed enough. And I think the listeners are going, what the fuck? And the other. Po- <laughs> I think we definitely cracked somebody tonight. All right, let's uh, let's get back onto um, the path here. There's a path. Instead of being stuck. There's a path. We got yeah, lost. It, right. Yeah, we got lost. There's a path, but it's like all muddy and crappy, oh. so we got lost really easily. All right, so does mean do we want to hit this next article or skip it? Well, this is a really long article, so you want to just sum it up? I can't sum it up because I tried to skim it. You take it, and I'll, well, and I'll knock out the, um, the last two. Basically, um, it's a comparison of anime and video games in Japan throughout the last couple of years. And basically the tug-of-war and the back-and-forth between how anime is really popular and then video games are really popular and then anime is really popular. And how it's basically gone back-and-forth and that, um, like, early on when video games were really starting to get really popular when they first came out. This was probably about, after the, the, like the, um, the, the gaming crash of, like, 84. Four, I believe, or eighty-three, something like that. Eighty-three. Yeah. Yeah. Gaming under the um, Silver Age when the NES came out about a year, year and a half later. Yeah, and you had really popular characters like Mario and Luigi, and Japan actually did anime versions of them. Ooh, Wii U. The artwork for Mar- Super Mario Bros. A Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach is. Hmm. For one, Luigi is wearing blue and yellow. I mean, green's not even a dominant color for him, I don't think. No, his, if you look, um, the straps for his overalls are kind of olive green. Yeah, but because yeah, I and, thought... Go on. Yeah, but in the um, game, he was in more of an olive green and yellow motif. Which game? Yeah, Mario Brothers, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because in Super Mario Brothers, his colors were white and green. Which Go is now the Fire Flower Luigi version. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, go I, on. So they've they've done a couple of different versions of second player. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean this article goes back and forth between everything. Um and how in the nineties um the anime started getting really, really popular again. So a lot of anime was brought Damn it, cat. Wow. <laughs> So a lot of anime was brought over, and now we're stuck with so much anime here that it's flooding the system with basically a lot of crap. That it's so much... Not that all of it is crap, but that there's so much just mediocre anime. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much mediocre anime right now. As far as part of the reason, if you think about it, when it comes out, you can pick up the entire box set for under $30 or under $40, you know? Yeah, but so right now we've got such, uh, we're so inundated with anime that video games are actually making a comeback because it's something different. You're not, it's 
well, there are games out there that it's the same game over and over and over again. A Dynasty lot of the Warriors. games. Yeah, well, yeah, but Don't that's Dynasty there. Warriors and Dynasty Warriors and Dynasty Warriors. I'm talking about and like bacon strips and bacon strips. <laughs> no, I'm talking about multiple games that are basically the same theme, and I hate to say. What this, about the Wii? Well, yeah, but also, and I hate to say this because I really love both of the series, but Devil May Cry and Bayonetta. Well, wait, wait, you have to kind of understand, it's the same studio. Oh, I know, it's the same studio, but that's part of the problem, is that with anime, there's so much of the same crap that's coming out, and now, like, where video games have come into that market of needing to have some like needing to have something new and fresh a lot of these games are basically repeats of things that that company has already done or one shooter trying to pass uh trying to get another shoot like trying to put down another shooter Hmm. one system trying to put down another system with their games i mean while it's not while the stories are different and the plots are different, you've got one shooter in Halo. You've got one shooter in um, Mass Effect. But again, the stories are different. But in the end, they're, I mean, shooter is a shooter is a shooter. Fair enough. So it's kind of, we're kind of drawing a lot of that anime, a lot of that sameness that anime is going through right now. Um, but we're also getting a lot of video games based on anime. Um, they just released a new uh, Kenshin video game to oh. go with uh, the PSP. Which is kind of understandable. Which it is, but you've got anime for this, you've got OVAs, you've got movies, now you've got video games. It's almost like they're they're flooding everything. It's almost too much, you know? But I mean, some of the stuff, some of the video games that they've coming that they're coming out with are very anime-like. A lot of the RPGs now are being um, illustrated, or are being um, not just illustrated, but some of them are being written by anime companies. So you get the RPG that is very much like an anime. Well, it kind of reminds me of, in a way, of like Fate Stay Night and a couple of other visual novels that did become animes. Mm-hmm. And then you also have all of those, uh, the visual novels. You've got the dating sims. You've got all of that that's basically coming out. And there's a, a real meshing of the two, whereas a couple of years back it was very separate. Mm-hmm. But now it's meshing again. Uh, it's a it's it's a really interesting article. But again, it's one of those too long didn't read kind of things. But just knowing about the two different industries and seeing anime versus video games and looking through the progression, the time progression of anime and video games and their back and forth kind of play. And seeing where we are at this point, and seeing that basically everything is just being flooded. Hmm. So you think it'll be scaled back at any point to try and alleviate the situation? 
doubt it. Cause I, I, I don't think so. Because all of these companies are looking to make more money, more money, more money. And unfortunately, they're just going to be putting out more mediocre crap to, to try and get more money. Well, I thought so. Well, that and think. Remember, go back to an article we covered a couple of podcasts ago, where, um, you know, like if a box set comes out in Japan, it'd be like three hundred bucks, whereas here it's um thirty dollars, and the companies are making money hand over fist over it. You know, so as long as that's going through, see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still means that we're going to be inundated with what will probably be a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, can either one of you tell me the last modern or um, pr- like present anime that you guys have watched? Does Panty and Stocking count? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would say that one as well. Okay, and then what's the one before that? Does Super Sentai count? No. Uh, then it would have to be FMA Brotherhood. That which or is Dead Man already, Wonderland. Yeah, which is already a couple of years old. Both of them. So you, I mean, Panty and Stocking accounts, but it's something that hasn't been here. You know. It's something new. It's something fresh. We don't really get a lot of adult cartoons. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you had to go all the way back to freaking FMA. And I can't say that there's any of the newer stuff. I didn't like Catalia, which is on its fifth freaking season. And really? I have no idea why. Yeah. Um, Better watch what you say. The fan <clears throat> Fanboys and fangirls will be all over you. I scatter them. Shit, it's like, de- it's like dealing with the hit. It's like dealing with the damn homestuck. All you gotta do is load up your rifle and double tap. I wasn't saying you should be afraid or anything. I'm just saying there's. It just might be too many of them. I got enough well, ammo. They can like. They just can work. like what they want to like. I personally do not like Italia and do not see anything more than. Um, a bunch of guys trying to screw each other, which normally I would be okay with, and this I'm just not. But I think the last, like, modern kind of anime that I watched was Black Butler. I mean, there's really nothing that's come out that has, like, it's been there and go, oh my god, I have to watch it. I mean, what have I been watching? I've been watching Sailor Moon over again. I remember I did I'm gonna say. Watch, I'm going to watch Tenchi after Sailor Moon. I mean, I'm, I'm going old school with this. I remember I did say I wanted to take a look at PGSM, and I still plan on sitting there finishing up all of Ranma one half. And again, that's all old stuff. It's but, not even... But, you know, but it, 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 it's, it's, this is coming from the older generation, though. The younger generation doesn't care. They're still going to eat it up with a spoon. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, look at what's still on TV. Pokemon... Um, Naruto. Nar- Naruto. You've got uh, Tai Chi Chasers. Uh, you've got one or another form of uh, something else. Don't I forget Yu Gi Oh's Exile. Yeah, you've got one or another form of Yu Gi Oh. You've got one or another form of DBZ. 
they don't even have anything really new on TV. Because what's on it now will, will always get the ratings. That's what it is. They don't want to add anything new. And truth be told, I don't think there's anything new that's really out now they could really, quote unquote, edit for everyone to watch. No, there are. The thing is, they haven't been bringing over the younger anime. They haven't brought over an anime for for like the younger generation since they brought over Tai Chi Chasers. Hmm. Is that an they anime? Have... Is that actually Japanese anime? Or is that from like Korea or something like that? Um, let me check. I thought it was Japanese anime. Well, I'm pretty sure it is. To the wiki. And let's see. Korean. Yeah, so there you go. It's not even from Japan. So, I mean, they want to talk about that, and one of the biggest ways to make money... And actually, it's actually no longer being aired. Really, it is. They took it off? Yeah, it got yanked. I think it probably falls under Toon's Eye with four kids, and that is no more four kids, so... Yeah. It's now Vortex. Yeah, that, that block is now owned by Saban and Konami, so... Which is why they have old, old series of Power Rangers and a WWE program on Saturday, Saturday Morning Slam. Yeah, I heard about that. And supposedly the new Power Rangers series is supposed to be syndicated on there too, as well as on Nicktoon. So, but yeah, I mean they don't, they're not really bringing over. I mean, you and me, we're gonna look at some of the older stuff, or we're gonna be looking for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. You've got the generation that's a little bit younger than us that's going to be looking for the stuff like Yu-Gi-Oh, like DBZ, like that kind of entertainment. But there's a whole group of really young kids that you want to get that kind of crap into them. I mean, you want to have them buying the toys. You want to have that. You want to have all of that crap. And what are the t- what are the big sellers this year? You know what one of the big sellers is this year? Freaking One Direction dolls. What? That's one of, yeah. That's what are one those? Of one, one Direction um, action figure dolls. Oh, jeez. It's, like, it's, like those... it's like the return of the new kids dolls. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be one of the hot items for the holidays. You know what another one is? Freaking Furby. I know you're Again. happy about that. Well, they don't have a green one. Sucks to be you. It does. I'm pissed off. I want a green one. But, I mean, if you look at that kind of crap, um, one of the other toys is um, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtle Tower, based off of the Nickelodeon um, cartoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they need to do. They need to put something out, a show or something like that, and make a stupid-ass toy that all of these kids are going to want. You want to make money, you make toys. Because kids want useless pieces of plastic. You sound Hell, like the merch almost, from Penny Arcade. I'm almost 30, and I want use, useless pieces of plastic. <laughs> I'm not Let's, saying anything else after that. Same here. I'm going to, I'm going to plead the Fifth Amendment on that one. <laughs> you guys are disgusting. <laughs> disgusting nothing. You're the one that brought it up, okay? You, that was all you. Not Fuck me. you, those aren't useless. Aren't those, like, rubber and silicone, either? At, 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 I guess after you run the motor on them a few times, they can become useless. 
hate you guys. Those, those are not the toys that you were looking for, okay? Uh, I think we're, uh, we don't want to derail any more than we have tonight. Yeah, let's go on. Okay, mind if I take this one? Go for it. Alright, the first two Pua Magi Ma Madoka Magica movies. God, try saying that ten times fast. I've been announced to debut as select theaters in the U.S. Anaplex of America and Eleven Arts have come together to bring Part 1 Beginnings and Part 2 Eternal to theaters across America. It's a wonderful anime with a seemingly harmless story of a girl, Madoka Kaname, who was offered a contract to become a magical girl. Sounds like something out of Mega Tokyo. Uh, the simple storyline progressing into something deep and is almost as dark as Madoka learns that actions really can't have consequences and that being a magical girl isn't easy as it seems. With other fellow magical girls, she learns the truth about what it means to make a wish. <clears throat> Pardon me. This innovative twist is the first in the magical girl genre and has led it to become notorious in the past year. One ticket will pay for both movies if you're in L.A., there will be exclusive Medica movie merchandise for sale at the L.A. showing. First two movies retelling the story follow the original plot from the anime. So, and yeah, it is, there's a list here of movies, is, movie houses going to appear in, in L.A., New York, Chicago, San Francisco, and Houston. And they're all on October, the mid-October from a, the 19th to the 25th in that area. I don't know. Actually, I the Los seen Angeles it. one is that everybody else only gets it for one freaking day. It pisses me off. Mm. I haven't seen any of this. Have you guys? Say what? <laughs> Madoka Magica? No. Yeah. I've seen all of it. It's one hell of a mindfuck, I tell you that much. I would say, Magica Madoka, this is not your This is not your mother's Bishoujo anime. Point on point. I don't know. I've been meaning to watch it, but I just haven't because I end up watching <laughs> I end up watching all the shit that I've already watched. Well, you could always put it on your Kindle and just watch it on your break at work or something. I don't get a break at work. Bullshit. Table flip and say, fuck you guys. Yeah, I've only got a week left, and then I can <laughs> give them my two-week notice. <sighs> Yeah, but I'm trying to get through Sailor Moon first. <laughs> and how far have you gotten? Uh, more than halfway through the anime. I've already watched one movie. So I have the other half of the anime, two more movies, a couple musicals, PGSM. A lot, in other words. Yeah. Okay. You got that one TV special that's uh, based around Ami? Yes. I do believe I have everything at this point. Okay. Now um, now, now we go from one side of Paradigm to the other. We have here um, Funimation's uh, release date of anime. Now, looks like December's going to be really big for them because they're dropping so much up. I mean, this is what they got coming out in December, and there's one particular title on here that makes me quite happy. We have a certain magical index, Baka and Test, Is This a Zombie, Level E, Mass Effect, One Piece, of oh crap, Shaku <laughs> Shakugan Oshana, 
um, Steins Gate, which I hear great things about. I may have to pick that up. And Tenchi Muyo. And I was just saying the, yeah, I was just saying the other day, you know, if I, I got my hands on the Tenchi Universe, because that's that's actually my favorite of the series. Because I'm sorry, Tenchi in Tokyo was pure shit. You can believe it was shit. I liked it. How many times can you retell a storyline and, and give a cop out? Um, considering it's a different story every single time. Like I said, retelling. It doesn't matter. The characters are kept basically the same, and it's just a new story. Meaning it's more money for the people that created it, and I like it. Yeah, then again, you actually liked Final Fantasy VIII. So your taste has yes, been... Yes, I did. It means your taste, in, your taste has been questioned. Yeah, I can talk about your taste too, but I won't. Hey, at least mine are quality. Mm-hmm. Name one. Name one? Yeah, name one. Yeah, name one. Does it have to be anime? Because yes. you have some really... <sighs> anime or video I don't, even... I don't know what fucking anime you have. See, there you go. <laughs> See, there you go. You're into a lot of stupid-ass fucking shit, though. It's anime. It's by, by that definition, some it can be stupid-ass fucking shit, so... Exactly, and yet he bitches at me for liking Tenchi Muyo. I'm not saying I'm not bitching at you. I'm bitching at you. You like one of the worst storylines that they redid. I don't care. And Let's go to something else. Like I this said, is something we're not going to agree on. I know, which is why I always reference back this coming from someone who actually liked Final Fantasy VIII. You know what? Just continue. <laughs> oh, let me hold on. I got to grab my belt. I got to put another notch on it. No, because now you're just fucking pissing me off. Just continue. Well, that's that's all there is. This is just the release date of the stuff that um, Funimation is putting out. Now, one thing... I didn't thing... know there was a Mass Effect anime. Yeah, that's been in the works for a while. But the one thing about the Tenchi Muyo OVAs I'm not too thrilled about, they're putting on the newer ones, which kind of really fucked up the entire, the entire universe, if you ask me. I think I watched, like, one episode, and I think I stopped halfway through the second one because I'm like this makes absolutely no sense at all no the uh, the new OVA that they continued with it just it, it's like they pulled something out of their ass mm-hmm. now you've th- probably read better Tenshi Muyo fan fiction in other words I've written better Tenshi Muyo fan fiction and I suck at writing fan fiction so yes now, there you go. Now, one thing I see on here is that a lot of the releases are combo packs, and I just had an interesting discussion with someone on my Facebook about it. She refuses to buy Funimation stuff because of that. I do understand where she's coming from, but on the same token, I mean, seventy bucks. Let's let's look at it this way. Now, the Tenchi Muyo movies collection. That's three movies. Each one released were $19.99 on DVD. You're looking at 70 bucks for the collection. If you ask me, that's pretty much an outrageous price for three movies. If you ask me, the combo should be about no more than 40 bucks because you're getting both. 
Now for the OVAs, they're asking $70 for, which I, I see is somewhat reasonably priced. I would say maybe 64 or something like that. But on the positive side, I mean, like, so what if you don't have a Blu-ray player? Just sell them to somebody that has one or just give them away or just hold on to them, you know? Yeah, you've got to know somebody that has a PlayStation 3 that you can give that shit to for a holiday gift. Yeah, and Blu-ray players are coming down in price. I mean, but truth be told, if you like, if you're a gamer, I you're better off holding off, hold down on a PS3, which they're doing another release of. This thing looks like the original PS3 Fat, but just flattened. Oh, Sony, never change, never change. And I think on that note, we're going to take a break and then start wrapping things up. All right. Okay. We'll be back.
Ah, great podcast, people. What do you say? Oh, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, definitely. Yep, yep. Except for all the times you broke my mind. It's part of the oh, job. you liked it. Yes. You liked it. And you signed the contract, okay? What contract? You didn't see the contract that you signed? I wasn't given a contract to sign. You might want to look in your laptop bag. There is a contract that you signed. Okay. Yeah. It turns out this my signature is a forgery. I'm coming for you. Oh, this is not a forgery. Trust me. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> and I, and I think I just mentioned earlier, but we'll just run it down like this. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend. Tell two more friends, so on and so forth. We're indie podcasters who do this for fun. We like what we do. So you ask that you support us, whether it's good reviews or bad reviews. Um, podcasts come out every week on our website at AnimeJamSession.com and if you can't wait, you can always listen to us on the VOG Networks uh, new episodes are Tuesdays at 9.30pm Eastern Standard Time Encore Presentation, Thursdays 1pm Eastern Standard Time but if you're also addicted to World of Warcraft listen to WoW Wednesdays where you have Ward House and Girls Gone Wow pop culture stuff you can check out Understation Live Saturdays at 10 p.m. I believe and I believe pop culture I think Mondays at 9 or something like that I just got to talk to Blackwolf about putting up like a schedule of everything and don't forget the Power Block which is the Bobby Blackwolf show and Orange Lounge Radio all kicks off Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time so if you want to check out our podcast and you're not able to get to our website or if our site is blocked for some odd reason you can find us at podcast.net podcast.com podcast alley yahoo podcast zoom marketplace and itunes um check us out on itunes five-star reviews we will read them on we'll read them on the show and check out our youtube page youtube.com slash anime jam session tv all of our cosplay and voice actor uh, interviews our vid our uh masquerade videos and all of the cool stuff we'll post right there if you want to follow our what we do on YouTube, like stuff that we like to watch or videos that we may end up uploading, you can check us out. Me out at youtube.com slash tgronthes. You can find uh, Sailor Flare at youtube.com slash Sailor Flare and Ari's at youtube.com slash Ari22682. And check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash session. Anything in regards to our website, YouTube, Facebook, anything, any little bits of information, you'll find it here with a link redirect as well. Um, you can follow our individual profiles, um, accounts, uh, me, I'm at twitter.com slash dgronthes, we have twitter.com make epic for sale of flair, twitter.com slash Man for Ari Rockefeller, and twitter.com slash geovay underscore dea for Makocha. And check out our Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash anime jam session. This will probably be like our next to most important, uh, Facebook, uh, pages where we put, post information as well. If you can't hit us on the Twitter or the uh, official website. And I think we're up to like 977 users, which is pretty cool. Uh, I mean, 977 fans is different. And if you want to follow our individual pages, you can find me at facebook.com slash djrambas. And you can find Mako-chan at facebook.com slash Makoto Makochan Kino. Remember, I think on Tuesday she, re- she reveals her recipe, so you might want to grab that. Hooray! Tasty noms. Yay, noms. And don't forget to check out our official affiliated site, bognetwork.com. If you're a fan of anime, manga, 
video games, science fiction, pop culture, general geekery, voice of geeks. That's where you got to be. Vognetwork.com. That is the place for all things geek where everybody has a voice. So, last words, anyone? Uh, yeah. AJS is up to 982 likes. Sweet! Hooray! I had no idea that it was talk like a pirate day today, and honestly, I didn't care. Same here. And my last thought is, um... Barbecue. Oh, yes. Mm, I cannot wait until this weekend. Neither can I. And uh, Jen uh, texts me. She'll be, th- she'll be there by midnight because of- she gets out of work at 9.30, so she's driving straight up. Awesome. We'll all be drunk before she gets there. Well, she did say bring the um, Everclear, and hardly nobody's touched that, so... Yeah, I think I'm the one that drank most of it, whatever's gone. I'm talking about since it's been in my house. Well, yeah, but whatever's gone has mostly been me. I'll bring that in the cotton candy vodka, I suppose. Woot! Cotton candy. And I'll be bringing up my mega version of Monopoly just in case. Okay. Because that will drink us to dr- to drive us to drinking. Yeah, and I, I, and I guess while we're out there, we can pick up a couple of things as well, so... Yep. So I guess that's it, and... Like I said, next week there's no podcast, and that'll bring us to episode 85, and we're 15 episodes from our 100th. Woohoo! And I think it took us like five years to get there. <laughs> Give or take a month. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And we will see you next time. See you later. Bye. So, say goodnight, Mako. Good night, Marco. And that's a wrap. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session AJS Productions. There were no fanboys or fangirls hurt, maimed, or killed during this episode. This time... The views and opinions on this show do not reflect the entire staff or network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. And if you would like a transcript of today's podcast, start typing. Visit us at AnimeJamSession.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about the show. See you next time.